many of you have heard this scripture before? The steps of a good man are ordered of the Lord. Have you ever heard that? Yeah. Uh, we, we, of course, know that we're not good in and of ourselves. The Lord makes us good. It's his goodness. Um, it, it's easy to miss the fact that God really does, if we allow him to, order our steps. He orders our steps. It is now our, our human nature. We want God to tell us what the journey looks like, where we're going, what the end is, what the next bend means, what's ahead, what's down the road. Give me some understanding. Help me know. The scripture doesn't say he does that. But it says he orders our steps. If we allow him to. Now, he'll let us order our own steps. Anybody know that to be true? And he'll, he'll let us go where we choose, do what we choose, step where we will, walk where we will, act as we will. He'll let us do that. But if you and I will humble ourselves, submit ourselves to the Lord, and say, God, you know, David prayed, Lord, order my steps in your word. Now, what's amazing to me about David saying that is David only had so much of the word to work with. You understand? He didn't have all of the New Testament. He didn't even have all of the Old Testament yet. But he understood the word of the Lord and the power of the word of God. And so his cry from his heart was, you order my steps. You understand there's an acknowledgement when you express order my steps, Lord. You're acknowledging, I don't want to order my own steps. When you and I pray and ask God in in true, honest expression to Him, order my steps. I'm asking Him, I'm wanting you to take control where maybe I have done it in the past. Now, the Lord's not going to come along and he's not going to grab Carlos's foot and say, okay, take this and stick it there. Now let me get the next one and move. No, no, we know that. But the Lord will begin to, by his spirit and by his word, influence our direction. And I begin, you know, maybe I was going this way before, but the Bible says the goodness of God leads me to repentance. And so I'm going this direction and then God's goodness begins to deal with my heart. And I realize this is not a good direction I'm going. I realize that not because I get smart all of a sudden. Usually what happens is I get miserable. And then the goodness of God comes to me. And what happens? I repent a change of direction. Repentance. That's how the Lord orders my steps. And so it shouldn't just be a turn in repentance. I should recognize the goodness of God leads me to repentance. And so now I'm going to try. God, keep ordering my steps. Give me direction for today. Give me direction. You know, we want direction for a month. Anybody, anybody got tomorrow planned out? It's okay to raise your hand. Aha. Anybody got your week planned out? 
Some of you? Yeah, yeah. I, Sister Mary's hand to go up every time. I'll just keep asking questions. Sister Mary is a planner. She wants things in their spot and in their place and on her time. And that's okay. That's, that has value in the kingdom. You understand? But we can't lay out our plan and say, okay, God, here's my plan. Make this work. And that's what we do sometimes. But you understand, we can pray, Lord, order my steps and God will direct our steps. It still requires trust. Well, I don't know where he's leading me. Exactly, I'm just trusting that he's leading me. Just order my next step. Just order my next step. It's the psalmist David that also penned the words, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Notice, you look at it, a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. It doesn't say a light that illuminates where I'm going. Just for my feet, I can see what's in front of me. I can see the next step. I I may not know what's 20 steps down the road, but your word can be a lamp and a light for my next step. Let me tell you one of the tools of the adversary. The scripture says we're not ignorant of his devices. Let me tell you one of the tools of the adversary in my life and in yours if we give in to him. Is the Lord... In his love for us, by his word and by his spirit, and because he's obligated to his word, if we pray and ask him to and yield ourselves, he will direct our steps. But the Lord will come and deal with you and I and give us direction for a step. And here's what the adversary will do. The adversary will say, Well, where's that heading? Well, where's that going to lead? If you do that, what's... If you make that step, where's that going to go? Are you sure that's the direction you want to go? Are you sure that's the step you want to take? Are you sure... What is it? The adversary's trying to plant doubt. And so what do I do? I'll tell you what human nature does. I'm going to wait. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I'm going to wait. And sometimes I'll even make this statement. I'm waiting on the Lord. Yeah. Well, has has the Lord given you any direction? If he's given direction, why am I waiting to step? Because the reality is my human nature is saying, I got direction to take a step but I don't know where it's leading and so I'm still wrestling with some faith here to just take the step he's trying to direct now we don't beat ourselves up because that we're human but we need to recognize the Lord orders our steps when we allow him to now I marvel I shouldn't as often as we've seen this in our lives, and, but I, I never cease to be amazed at how God directs a life. 
and directs people's lives. I Thursday night, Thursday night after service, uh, Sister Annie came up to me and asked me about praying for someone, asked about a situation very close and near to her. And uh, so I was like, absolutely. And then she was like, oh, yeah, and, and somebody else in the congregation knows them, has interacted with them. I'm, What's the chances? I mean... Like, we don't have a 1,000 people here or 10,000 people here. And, and Yakima is a city of 110,000. And the valleys are 257,000 in Yakima County. And, you know, what's the chances of someone that she's praying for and concerned for is connected to somebody else here? I mean, like, what's the chances of that? Is this coincidence? Is this just happenstance? It's just weird that this just sort of took place. Or could it be that God orders people's steps? Could it be that God calls another individual in the congregation their steps to be ordered along the path to come in contact with someone at the time they didn't realize was connected to Sister Annie? And God builds a relationship over here, knowing there's a relationship over here. And two people out of a group of maybe 120 at the most when we're all together. And he could connect through the body. How does he do that? I'll tell you how he does that. He orders someone's steps. I... I I'm just going to tell you, okay? So it's Brother Jerry is the connection. So in case you're going, oh, it's somebody she's always spending. No, it's Brother Jerry back there. That God connected him. Now, I remember, Brother Jerry, you remember sitting in Starbucks a few years ago? See, he says, yeah. You guys are like, well, how many times you sit in Starbucks? He knows exactly what I'm talking about. I'm going to tell you why. Watch, I want you, we need to see God is in every, every detail of our lives. When we allow him to be, things we just take for granted, things we just, but it will be, I, I never forget Brother Barnes saying this, and, and I, I haven't got this figured out, I'm working on this. He says, we need to be aware of God being ever present. He's an omnipresent God, he's always present, we're just not always aware that he's present. I want to be conscious of his presence. And so, we were sitting in Starbucks four years ago, five years ago, something like that, maybe. Six years ago, time flies. Brother Jerry's getting old. So, so six years ago, we were sitting in Starbucks. Brother Jerry was looking for a job. And so we were talking about this as he was searching for a job. And I can't remember how the subject came up, but something came up. And I, I was just expressing to him the things that, uh, I was feeling, if I can say it that way, in the moment, we were just, I didn't say, hold on a minute, thus saith the Lord, right now I have direction for you. You know, I didn't say that. I was just expressing what was coming into my heart as we were sitting there talking. Those that were in the first service, this is sort of an example of what we were hearing about. I was just expressing to, and so I began to talk to him about 
express that to him. And while we're sitting there talking, you can confirm this with him after. Is this the truth? But if I if I get this wrong, brother Jerry, we're sitting there talking, and in walks a guy to go get a cup of coffee. And brother Jerry looks at me and he says, "I can't remember if it was the HR manager, was it?" Yeah, he, it was the HR manager at this place we were talking about where he had worked before. Yeah. Well, it wasn't very long. He was working back there again. Right? The guy walked into Starbucks. The HR manager of the manufacturing company walked in while we're sitting there talking about him having a job and going back there. And he went to work. Now you can say, oh, God really just wanted him to have a job. Well, I believe that. God wants us to have jobs. It's important. But I have great faith that as you and I, as children of God, even the job that he gives us, those of us that work outside of the home. I know many of you work in the home, and I'm not, thank God for people that work in the home. Thank God for my wife that works in the home. Even our jobs, God, we have to recognize, okay, this isn't just God giving me provision, but it is. He uses, he uses companies, organizations, businesses, places where he gives us job to, to provide for us. He's our source, not the job. He just puts us somewhere that will be a source. But even in those things, he is ordering our steps to put us in a place. And so he's putting Brother Jerry there. Now, Brother Jerry's affected lives in that place. He doesn't even work there anymore. But a connection he made was this connection with Sister Annie. Not with her, but the person that matters to her. What was God doing? I, I look at Johnny sitting back. I'm not trying to put people on the spot. It's okay, Johnny. We're gonna, it's going to be cool. Johnny's not there. <laughs> I remember standing up here one night on a Wednesday night. when we. I think it was still Wednesday night. I think we were still having Wednesday night service before Thursday night. And Sister Priscilla had a, she had gotten a degree in English. Is that right? She spoke English before, but she got a degree in it. So if you're not sure where to put a comma, talk to Sister Priscilla. Right. Uh, so, but she didn't have a teaching certificate. I hope I'm getting these stories right. She didn't have a teaching certificate. And I think she, there was stuff she still had to finish technically to get that, right? Yeah. But, but the school wanted her to come to work. Davis High School. And so long story short, she ended up working there. But then she wasn't real sure about it. I don't know that she was enjoying it right out of the gate. I don't, I'm not putting words in her mouth. I'm just telling you, I'm not sure. I remember the conversation we had up here and her sort of wrestling with, ah, is this? And I remember the statement in the moment. It wasn't a premeditated thought. I just remember saying, Sister Priscilla, I believe God's put you there. Now, I don't know how many years it's been. Almost four years. I remember the day or the evening she came to church and said, there's a young man that walked into the class. And the first time she mentioned, talked about Johnny to me. Johnny's like, really? I remember that. I remember the witness she felt. And now, what, what is God? God directs our steps. Now, 
I need you to understand. The Lord wants us to understand this for two reasons. Probably more than that, but two for sure. Number one, you're not here by coincidence. You're not here by coincidence. I remember Emily getting out of a car, she told us. Just a few weeks ago, getting out of her car, her grandmother coming to pick her up and bringing her here. And the ministry of the Lord to her that day, and she came afterwards and said, it was for me, if nobody else. What is the Lord doing? Directing our steps. He will direct our steps. Now, that's the first part. The other part of that is, you have to understand, He's directing and ordering our steps when we let Him, because there's someone else He's leading us to. There's some other life that's waiting on the intersection that will come with you and I. There is an operation of the Spirit of God through His body where He can lead and guide us and bring us into relationship with someone that otherwise wouldn't have met us. I remember when Sister Julie and Brother Lewis, they're, they're not skipping out today. They're getting a well-deserved weekend away, the couple. I said, go, please, thank you. And so I wasn't trying to get rid of them, you understand so if they're watching, I love you, Brother Lewis and Sister Julie. So I remember when they came and talked to me and said, Sister Julie was thinking about going to nursing school. And she was like, you know, I almost said she said she was an old lady, but she didn't say that. She was just considering that at a point later in her life than most people might consider something like that. And we had a witness. We had peace. And uh, they moved forward. Many of you know she went to Heritage University, went, graduated. It was a great ceremony. We got to go. It was fun. And but we look today, and Sister Stephanie is here as a result of Sister Julie going to nursing school. That's where they met. Some of you, all of, almost all of you, I'm looking around the room. I think all of you know Sister Sandra. Sister Sandra, Sister Julie met at nursing school. With Sister Stephanie. I look back here and Sister Sally's interpreting for Jose and Lupe. That's Sandra's parents. Who after Sandra met Julie at nursing school. And God filled her with the Holy Ghost. She started telling her parents about it. What, what am I talking about? I'm talking about God orders our steps. You have to recognize when you and I yield to Him, yield to Him and say, God, order my steps, direct my life. I'm not my own. Use me. We don't always get this bright light shine down that says, go this way. I'm telling you to walk in here. Open your eyes. Say this. But no, as we yield day by day, I start my day in prayer saying, God, I can't do it on my own. Order my steps today. Direct my thoughts today. Lead my life today. God begins to divinely direct His people. And He's leading you and I. He's leading you and I. This is the working of the Spirit of God. Yesterday in men's prayer, we prayed for people. I don't even know their names yet. We need to understand this. We, we need the Holy Ghost to help us understand this. How He wants to and will use us. 
We're not just passing time. We're not just going through our day. Could it be that the Lord put Brother Jerry at that job when he did because he knew it would take a little bit of time for that connection to be made and then once it was made, that connection to be built? And you're thinking, man, this job's going nowhere. I'm just going in day in and day out and it's wearing me out. And I'm, but God's timing. Just got to have peace. God opened the door. So when those questions would come, Brother Jerry's got to look back and go, you know, but I remember Starbucks. I remember that day sitting there in Starbucks when that man walked in. That was for sure. So, God, what are you doing here? What's your purpose here? What's going on here? I don't know, but I'm waiting on the revealed plan of God who orders my steps. I started a direction not knowing where it was headed, but I'm simply obeying the leading of the Lord. He'll order our steps. Now, this couple that I'm praying for, whose name I don't know, I'll ask. Somebody knows, but they're not here today. So, some of you heard me tell this story. At least a part of it. I was, it's, and I'm getting in trouble with time because I don't remember how long ago it was. It's, it's, been, it's been several years ago. Um, I was driving down Lincoln in town. And I looked over at Spanky's Car Wash right there on Lincoln by Majors. And they had a sign that said, now hiring or something like that. I think it said, now hiring and had the number right on the sign. And I knew Brother Gabriel was looking for a job. And so I got a hold of him shortly thereafter and said, I think I, I, think I took a picture of the sign and sent it to him. Um, and I said, hey, man, I'd, I'd do something about this. Well, thank the Lord. I don't know if he thought. I don't know if he thought, man, that's the Holy Ghost, or if he just thought, man, I better do something since Elder sent me a picture. Uh, I I don't know, but but he did. That day, he called and went over there. Well, long story short, they hired him. They hired him. Now he's running the place, literally. They have him run it. They have other locations that they're having him go in and do stuff in. And God's given him favor in that business, and he's still there several years later. Now, Now you would think, man, God really wanted to bless him. I believe that. But God always knows the end from the beginning. It was last week. My youngest son, he took a job a few months back. Six months ago, as a matter of fact, in about four days. He took a job with a company in Kent. But he works from home. And on his job, he bids on lights. For companies and businesses that are building facilities, commercial construction, things like that. And he gets a bid on a job. That lo and behold, I hope this isn't confidential. He gets a bid on a job that's related to the company that Brother Gabriel works for. That's coincidental. Well, we're sitting around the dinner table talking about this. And Autumn, my daughter, speaks up. Because, oh, this company that Brother Gabriel works for just recently transitioned from the owner to the owner's children. And, oh, when we started talking about that, my daughter says, oh, I know her 
the lady and her husband that now own this company. She comes through Starbucks every morning. I talk to her. We, she told us what she ordered and all. I mean, right? Your barista knows what you're drinking. <laughs> well, when Ethan had said that, and then Autumn had said that, look, I don't think you got to be real spiritually discerning to go, hold on. Something's going on here. How is it this one family all of a sudden is having some method of interaction with three different people in this congregation? Oh, you think that's coincidence? I'm sorry, it's not. I have to have faith and believe God is ordering somebody's steps. And they don't even realize it yet. They don't know it yet. But we have to have a recognition. Okay, Lord, what are you doing? What's my part? I can't make it happen. But I begin to wait on the Holy Ghost. God, there's some reason this family, all of a sudden, it's becoming clear to me now. And you put Gabriel there however many years ago. You saw the end from the beginning. And God in His infinite wisdom is staging and setting, positioning, orchestrating, placing people and directing the steps of the family of God. Not only for your benefit, but for His purpose and His kingdom. You must recognize and realize when we ask Him to order our steps, He will. We just don't always see it right away. And so we begin to pray, God, I want to walk in Your purpose. I want to walk in Your will. I trust the ordering of my steps. I trust the ordering of my day. I trust You and how You're choosing to do it. It's been several years ago. I get in trouble looking back, as you guys noticed, I'm keeping up with the times. It's been several years ago that there were home Bible studies in the Santos home. I mean, they're still ongoing, but it was the ones I'm referencing were several years ago. And Sister Priscilla's aunt would come. Is that right, your aunt? Yeah. Her aunt would come, Peggy. And she'd participate there in those Bible studies. And then time went on and, and she moved. She moved to be near her son who is in Pullman. About three years ago, almost four, time flies. Almost four years ago, my job changed. My role at my job changed. And I started going to Pullman once a month. And every time I'd go to Pullman, man, I'm praying. I'm praying, Lord. I mean, because sometimes I'd spend one night overnight there. And so I'm overnight. So I'm praying. I'm praying for the city. I'm praying for the people. I don't know anybody there except the people in the offices. So I'm praying for them. And, but I'm also praying, God, bring a light in this city. Bring a light in this city. Bring, I, I don't know what's going on. God knows. But we can't believe that any part of our life we're just going to be going unless we're doing our own deal sister Priscilla reached out to me she had seen a post from her cousin make sure I got that right seen a post from her cousin who's battling cancer young man 37 years old 
precious spirit, tender heart. And it was before Brother Harris, the missionary, came that Thursday night. And I asked Sister Priscilla, I said, you know what, if they're closed, why don't you just ask them to come? I feel like the Lord could do something. She said, well, I'll ask them, but they're in Pullman. I'm like, oh, well, that's a little bit of a trip. Don't put any pressure on them. And so they couldn't. But I said, Sister Priscilla, I'm going to Pullman Thursday. I'm, do you think I, they'd let me come see them? She checked. They said yes. Long story short, I went to Pullman. I was never more excited to be going to Pullman. I finally have a reason why I've been making this trip. I went to Peggy's house. Peggy already knew me. Was that coincidence? No, I don't think so. And I met Sean for the first time. I talked with Sean. We got to pray together. We cried together. We talked some more. We've stayed in communication since then. God is truly working in this young man's life, his wife, his children. I'm confident of it. I don't know how or what God's going to do there. But the Lord saw back when Peggy came to a Bible study. And it became a connection that God would continue to order steps. And Sister Priscilla's faithfulness in communicating allowed for the open door. Do you understand that God would divinely direct our steps? Every day, every day, every day. I remember the first time Denise told me about this guy, Rigo. I remember. I didn't know him yet, hadn't met him yet. Wasn't sure where Denise was yet, just to be real honest. Don't want you to think I'm just picking on Rigo. But the Lord knew. And I remember the first time I met him. You've heard me talk about that. Sitting in a hospital room. Not the ideal situation to meet people for the first time necessarily. But God. God divinely directs steps. Well, you've got to be super spiritual before that happens. Were you super spiritual at the time, Sister Denise? She said, nope. <laughs> I'm putting people on the spot. Why am I using these different examples? I'm not trying to embarrass anybody. You understand that? I just want us to understand this isn't some isolated thing. This is the working of God through the people of God as we yield ourselves. And you're saying, Lord, would you use me? And I hear the Lord saying, absolutely. How? Just day to day, seeking relationship with Him. Opening my mouth to speak when the opportunity comes. Believing in faith, having a sensitivity. God, anoint my ears. I want to be sensitive. When somebody says something, I want to be sensitive to recognize. Hold on a minute. This matters. I want to be sensitive to the fact that I don't understand necessarily, but for some reason that really grabbed my attention. Okay, Lord, let me just fulfill. I can't produce it. You can't produce it. I just acknowledge His Word is true, and God will order my steps in His Word. He wants to do these things in our lives. This is his desire in this hour. Would you stand with me this morning?
It's not more complicated than that. It's not more complicated than that. It's laying hold on the word of God. Saying, Lord, if you'll order someone else's steps, you'll order mine too. If you'll direct somebody else's steps, you'll direct mine too. And I believe he is directing your steps as you're allowing him to do so. I remember when Brother Jerry and Sister Menia mentioned just a few months back that they were moving. It doesn't always work this way for me with the Lord dealing with me. But when they told me, I remember, I told my wife, I said, this move, the Lord is putting them in that place. And I remember asking them, do you know about that neighborhood? And they were like, oh, we had lived there before. Well, when they told me that, I'm like, man, God is not done with whatever he He's bringing them back in the place where he wants them to be. We have to trust the ordering of our steps. You heard me mention a, a couple of nights ago or whenever it was about Rigo and Denise. I'm not trying to pick on the Escaleras. They just seem to come up a lot. It tells you how much God's hands in their life. About them talking about selling their house in Moxie, but... Look, they're never going to sell the house now. They're going to be like, I don't even know if we should ever sell. But, but then looking and considering, but then making a decision not to. I'm not telling you they're supposed to be in that house alone and they should always be in that house. But God has put them in that city. God has planted you. God has planted you. He's planted you and he has purpose in my life and yours. And he can and will and is, as we're allowing him to, directing our steps. On the job, wherever we go, he will direct our steps. Sister Annie, when God gave you that job, I remember when you were looking for a job. And that door opened. What a beautiful thing. But just standing here talking about this today. I feel a witness of the Holy Ghost. There's something not realized there yet. It wasn't just God blessing you. There's something there that maybe it's already revealed itself. But if it hasn't, it's going to. God is placing us for purpose. Every single child of God that yields and says, Lord, I'm yours, not my own. I believe he strategically placed you in the workplace, in the city, in the housing development. In the apartment complex. God is divinely directing steps. My boys are looking for a place. They're getting ready. I'm just outing them here. They're, they're made application for an apartment. I got faith. Wherever that door opens up. God is divinely placing them. There's somewhere they're supposed to have impact in these valleys. And God is putting them there. We talked about it Thursday night. We're not going to get everybody to the church. Building. He's placed you where you are to have influence. I see Jose and Lupe and Moxie are in Mattawa. They are there by God's design. The influence that they have in that region is God ordained. He connected them to so many people. 
early on, they might have thought it was just because of business. But now they know different. God directs our steps because He uses us for His purpose. You feel that witness in your spirit today? Every day. Every day. You know what I've learned? I'm finishing with this. I've learned that when I go into my day, just believing and expecting, I'm more aware. Man, I'm looking for it. I'm listening for it. I'm watching for it. I'm on alert. What happens when you're doing that? Hopefully, you don't miss as much. This is why the, the scripture says, you ever heard this? This is the day the Lord has made. I will what? Rejoice and be glad in it. Why am I rejoicing? Because I have a confidence God made this day. I don't know what the day holds. But God made the day, so I'm going to rejoice because He made the day. And I'm going to trust Him to order my steps. In Jesus' name. Father, I pray today according to Your Word and in and with this Your people. The ordering of every step. I pray the revelation of this, even this afternoon, tomorrow, the days ahead, reveal to this people, your people, men, women, young people, every age, Father, you're no respecter. Show yourself, I pray, in this, your people, the ordering of step. Give us a sensitivity and awareness, dear Lord. Anoint our eyes to see the kingdom, our ears to hear your voice. A recognition, God, of you divinely directing steps to bring an alignment, to bring and to reach those that you've not yet brought in. In the name of Jesus, anoint our minds, anoint our spirit. Let our faith increase. Let us recognize that you who is no respecter of persons uses every vessel that would yield to you in the operating of your spirit. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Let us realize, let us see, illuminate our understanding, Lord. Illuminate the conversations that come to the surface. Illuminate the interactions that take place. Illuminate them, Father, and let us to do our part. By your grace operating in us and through us. In Jesus' name, I must say this. There are times where the Lord will give an interaction with people. And we may have faith and expectation for much more, but much more never develops. We just have to do our part when that time comes. We can't control, right? Some interactions are for a moment. Some interactions are for a season. 
Some interactions will be lifelong. We don't choose that. We simply fulfill our place and our function, whatever it is. There have been interactions I thought were lifetime deals that when I, after a time, I realized it was just for a season. It was just for a season. The Lord will direct your steps when you trust Him to do so. It's not hard, just ask Him. And then say, I'll step, Lord. Even when I don't know the rest of the journey, I'll step, I'll say it, I'll do it, I'll go, I'll turn, I'll acknowledge, I will. Amen? Praise God. God bless you. Lay hold on the word of the Lord. You're dismissed. In Jesus' name. Amen.